When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. In a world where Carolina Panthers fans have an insatiable thirst for Panthers news and opinions, only one podcast roars ferociously. It's the C3 Panthers podcast. What's the deal, Panther fans? It's your boy, Tony Dunn, a.k.a. The Professor. Part of the C3 Panthers podcast. Uh, the longest running Panthers podcast on the intranets. That's right, including the damn team. Every Tuesday night, 9 p.m., we chop up the latest news and opinions from the fan perspective tonight, tonight's show is Panthers training camp has been lights out. My co-host Cody Lasney suggested this title and his next comment was, was that too much on the nose? And I lost it, homie. I lost it. That, I, I, like, I couldn't, it was a little much and it made this show title more than it was. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like at first, I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. And then damn, on the nose. Ugh, there's a lot. There's layers, homie. Layers. Yeah. Cody there's Lass a lot to and talk about. There's a lot to talk about tonight, man. Um, obviously we had a, a, a big event happen today in our first padded training camp. We're definitely gonna True. talk about it tonight. Uh lots of news and opinions. We're gonna talk a little bit about Matt Rule. Uh, David Newton is still a, a moron who shouldn't have his job. Yeah, he's wonderful. He's my favorite dude. Like, let's stop even trashing him, man. I'm like on the David Newton train. I don't even know. It's, I understand that, but at the same time, it feels weird to like give him anything other than vitriol. I, I've just been doing it so long. I really don't. I don't know how else to do it. But um, hey, man. So normally this is the part of the show where. Um, I would shout out everybody in the YouTube chat and, and holler at all the fans uh, in the YouTube chat. But uh, I'm pretty sure many of you are already aware of this. Uh, Panther Nation, we lost one of our own, 704 Charlotte Bound, uh, who was a regular member on Keep Pounding TV with Big Cat. 
who was an absolute staple of every single Panther YouTube chat room. If it was PNP, Big Cat, Unnecessary Bluntness, Shell Charm. It here. don't matter, man. Any, here. Anywhere, we've anywhere seen, we've seen them was... in our chat here. This is a true Panther fan. Like, it just bleeds. He bled blue. Well, 100%, man. He was a part of Panther Nation. And if you were a Panthers YouTuber, he was always showing love. And he was always so excited to talk about the show and, and talk about the Panthers, man. And... um. For someone that I've never met in my entire life, I had never even seen a picture of him until before today um, in Big Cat's thumbnail. And um, it's crazy, man, because, you know, uh, now that we're doing the Friday free-for-all, I'm finally being able to start to put names to faces. And so many of you guys are staples of what we do. And we look forward to coming and hanging out with you guys every Tuesday night. And it's not hyperbole when we all say that we're all a big Panther family, man. I love y'all. You know, we love coming here and being able to talk about the Panthers for you guys. But, um, you know, moments like this, it puts everything into perspective, man, to um, never, never waste a day and always cherish the moments that you have, man, because they're not guaranteed. And um, our, uh, none of the chat rooms, this chat room would never be the same. Shout out to Tuan704, uh, Charlotte Bound. We love you, brother. And um, every time Jeremy Chin gives some of the chin check this season, uh, we're going to be thinking about you, brother. So love you. Shout out to uh, to uh, Tuan and his entire family. And um, Tony Dunn, we'll, we'll have a good show tonight. Uh in honor of, of our brother 704 Charlotte Bound. I want to say this about uh, Panther Nation and particularly the YouTube community or the social media fan community that, that has been formed, right? Is that we've been, we have there, I'm, I'm in this creator chat, right? This YouTube creator chat, you're part of it. Kind of like the heavy hitters of YouTube, just talking i don't participate in group chats i hate group chats they're so overwhelming you know it's just so much to keep up with right but what this moment with 704 has reminded me of is that the whole goal of when i started this podcast was to build was just friendship based right community-based and so this podcast was birthed out of this and for for people who have are new to the c3 panthers podcast um this started when when the internet first started you to allow allow you to go live right like where you could live stream it was google hangouts is when we started this right it was 2013 and my my old roommate in college who's a little bit older than me Joe Riolano, who's here in the chat room a lot of times, right? Founder of this. He suffered through massive health problems for so many years, right? I mean, and it's actually become a part of this show, right? It's like uh, this adversity of health that the C3 Panthers podcast is going on. But our show was born out of this. Simply put, Joe moved to Charleston, South Carolina. Had all, I mean, and we were friends, we were best buds. He's like my older brother. 
and we would call each other at halftime between the Panthers games every Sunday or whatever it was. And that's when we caught up, you know, how you been, you know what I'm saying? Like the team's sucking right now. It was our conduit. It was our means of continuing our friendship because distance had become a wedge. Right. And what I want to bring this back and I'm trying to circle it back, Cody, as you said, you had not met 704 Charlotte bound. Right. But I hadn't met you before. You were on this podcast for like a year before I met you. And so I want to say this is that the love that you hear from a lot of cats on the Internet about for this person's memory is real. We've made some real friendships. While a lot of us have not met each other, we have made real, like, ride-or-die type friendships. And look at this. Look at how this podcast has turned, Cody. We have met many times now. Yeah, man. Right? I mean, it's kind of like we we got, like, we made a friendship pre-COVID. How about that? (laughs) <laughs> yeah pre-cut we were on the edge we were the ed- we the like trendsetters of friendship on the internet because of a common interest yeah i mean dude, listen man this team brings people together uh, i mean if you're a carolina panther fan especially if you're a part of this you know podcast community that we all have going on man everybody shows love and everybody's so excited and, and ready for panther football and, and it's like I really do feel like so many of you guys are like family. I know y'all. I look forward to talking every Tuesday. I mean, this is this is what so many of us look forward to, man. And we're very blessed and fortunate to be in the position that we're in, to know so many people that, that love this team and love what we do and love to interact with one another. And, you know, it, it's just a tragedy. But listen, man, we're going to dedicate this show tonight to our man, Tuan, 704 Charlotte Bound. And hey, man, when uh, when the Panthers are doing their thing this season, man, we're definitely going to have him in our memories. Um, gone but never forgotten, 704, shout out to you, man. We love you. Uh, all thoughts and prayers to you and your family. And um, yeah, man, we got to keep going strong for Panther Nation. I think, I think it's a reminder that we're trying to build a community, right? Is that not, not trying to build a community, a community exists already. And I've been so impressed with the kind of temperament, the integrity uh, of Panther nation and uh, the people that are talking, look, look at this. I mean, how, how wonderful is it? Man, it's terrible that someone has passed away, but how wonderful is it that people are messaging us saying, did you hear this? Right. It's like this, this guy meant a lot like Panther nation pocket, like people like we are, I, I truly believe that a lot of Panther fans are, are trying to feel that kind of family relationship when it comes to, but we have one thing we're interested in together, right? We could disagree on all types of things. We could be, someone told me this once, or I read this once, maybe they didn't tell me, but Facebook was the place where you knew everybody 
like you knew you actually knew everybody that was your friend and you hated them. Twitter was the place you didn't know anyone, but you loved them. You know what I'm saying? Because we yeah. are all on that one joint right now. We are here tonight, yeah. every Tuesday night, 9 p.m., C3 Panthers podcast. The number is 252-228-5098. We want to be, we want you to be part of that community. Tonight's show, guys, is um, Panthers training camp has been lights out. And, Cody, I thought this uh, title was a bit on the nose. <laughs> yeah, so... We might as well just jump into it. The biggest news of the day today was by far um, the news surrounding JT eBay. Um, and um, Tony, if you want to set this up a little bit, I'll pull up the video and we can um, we can kind of decipher whether or not uh, we think this was a good hit or not a good hit. It's obviously it wasn't a good hit, right? We know right, that. Right, now. right, right, yeah, right. We, we well, everybody knew it in the moment. Things like this, as I think what you're alluding to is this moment uh, resulted in this. Is before we talk about what we think about it, this is what happened. Is JT eBay, who is or who was a Carolina Panther and um, a former cornerback at South Carolina on the opposite side of J.C. Horn, to remind you. And a lot of people thought this is, I believe he was a non, uh, like, uh, undrafted free agent, right? I'm not entirely sure about what his status was. But, I mean, there is a couple of, like, the the people that are watching all the stuff that have been, like, watch out for this guy in camp. He's been, you know, I mean, he's going to be good. Like, he's a baller. And today, a play happens where Keith Kirkwood, who is another fan favorite, kind of that uh, dark horse guy that could be something, the training camp darling that y'all made fun of me so much for having in the past. Also, a reminder, uh, Keith Kirkwood played at Temple, right? So uh, near and dear to Matt Rule's heart. But today, a play happens where the result was a hit. Keith Kirkwood was then, um, in the aftermath, taken out on a stretcher with the the ambulance. They paused practice. And um, so this hit, we see this video that Cody's about to play for you. And all of a sudden, we hear two things pop off on the news immediately. Like Keith Kirkwood, actually three things. Keith Kirkwood on the stretcher. The hit was a high hit, and the coaching staff was upset. And then the third thing was immediately eBay or JT, eBay, whatever is however you pronounce them. No offense, yeah, him, JT eBay got the the walking papers by the time he hit the locker room. Yeah, shout out to eighty nine J subs for the one ninety nine. Matt Rule been yelling all camp about hitting. So we'll play it a few times because it's a blanket and, and you miss it. PJ throws across the middle and JT eBay doesn't put his head down, just throws his helmet. It was kind of the upper lift. Yeah, the upper it's the upper yeah. lift and it's the crown of the helmet. That's what they teach you is really to, to not lead with the crown of, of the helmet. And yeah, and see, okay, let's have this discussion, right? Because right. some people were like, well, can we, hey, before you get started, let's remind this. 
today was the first padded practice. Yeah, I want to I want to give some context here. Is that uh, Saturday they had a a practice where they brought the fans out and they were trying to make it a big deal Saturday night, right? So Saturday night they the after the practice Matt Rule was not happy. A lot of people look. We saw Pat Coltrane, uh, T Money put a picture up where he found Pat Coltrane in the stands. These types of things, like it's a big deal this Saturday night. After in the aftermath, Matt Rule was not particularly happy with the way the team executed the the, the play. He thought that the they were kind of overexcited to be in front of fans for a minute, right? So then, so on Saturday that happened. On Monday, he comes out and says, "Look." You know, we got to look back at it tomorrow. We're gonna uh practice in pads and we'll get to see some the, the kind of intensity, the guys who can play. So I want to preface this with the coach was being kind of not poo-pooing the team, but on their intensity. And now today was the first padded practice, and then here we go. Yeah, so this happened, and basically now there is a conversation happening amongst Panther fans is did we make the right decision in letting him go? I mean, and just, you know, reacting straight to that play, and, you know, he was the odd man out, and he he was thrown off the football team. And a lot of people are making, you know, some, some good – uh, some good points, you know, if this was Jeremy Chin that laid the hit, more than, you know, we're not letting him go. He's not getting released. Uh, but the fact that this was a, um, a a guy who had a lesser name, as you mentioned, I think it was a, um, what, he was an undrafted free agent? Or we I'm not him? I'm not entirely sure. Like, he yeah, could have been he, late. Like, don't quote me on that. But bubble. it was somebody I don't remember his name. How about that? Yeah. Is it well, like, I don't remember his name. Yeah, it was someone that was on the bubble. Uh, yeah, like Sideshow Rob says, a fringe player. Uh, and and we cut this man. Um, and, and and in his defense, and not his defense, that's wrong. I'm not saying defense, but you're a bubble player. You're supposed to be playing. Like if you're if you take a a down right. off, we're gonna be all over your ass too, right? Yeah. You want them to to play like they're trying to make the football team and and give that extra effort. I put out a poll, which is by the way, is still able to be voted on on my Twitter. Uh, should JT eBay have been released from the Panthers, or did he deserve uh, another shot after making a big mistake? Um, right now, with fifty four point two percent of the votes, uh, most people are saying nope. It's an overreaction. So and I kind of think, correct me if I'm wrong, Tony, but is that what you're thinking too? Like, was this a necessary move? Or a lot of people have been saying this is a flex by Matt Rule. That the other day at the end of practice, Derek Brown tackled Christian McCaffrey at the end of practice, and there were no pads, and that uh, prompted Matt Rule to shut down practice and have an eight-minute... I didn't like, hear that. Long, I didn't yeah, hear... I, I haven't did, heard that. Oh, oh my didn't hear God. this? I yeah, no, I haven't heard this. Yeah, McCaffrey was hit at the end of one practice, and that caused Matt Rule to shut it down. Uh, so, you know, there was already uh, uh, something of an issue with tackling. And it seemed like today was um, 
was an opportunity for Matt Rule to make an example out of a player and say, look, you think that we're bullshitting here? We're not fucking around. You have to look out for the health and safety of your fellow teammates. Mm -hmm. And and to that point, I understand it, man. You know, you have to remember that Matt Rule is a second-year head coach trying to set a precedent and start a culture of what isn't isn't acceptable for the Carolina Panthers. You know, again, it's hard for me to feel too strong one way or the other. I don't think it was so egregious that JT won't get another chance somewhere else. Um, but at the same time, like his chance was here, huh, man? You know what I'm saying? Like as uh, like I mean the first day of I'm like when the shit matters, you're done. All right, here's my take on it, Cody. Yeah. And I, I don't know how to put this in the in the way that I've been thinking about it, but ultimately it is this right. is that we've been sold this bill that um Matt Rule has is like the guru teacher, right? I mean, right. is that we brought him in because he's the program rebuilder. He rebuilt Temple. He then went on to what was the other one? The one in Texas, Baylor, Baylor right? He goes to Baylor when all the the they had all the scholarships stripped. It's a it's a program in shambles, right? We've heard these stories of um, him connecting with players who have. I would say been on the fringe of behavior, but I think Robbie Anderson is the poster child example of this is either failed out or struggling in school to the point of not being on the team. And Matt rules a advocate, a lobbyist, right? He's able to connect with these players who have this ability but also are on a kind of the fringe of authority, right? And so we have been told that Matt Rule is the mega teacher. And in fact, that's what I, I have been on this podcast saying is that this is what I like about these guys is that they are teaching, they are teaching the right, they're teachers. That's it. They're teachers. Now, The thing that is interesting to me about this is you have a play that popped off in the moment. And um, certainly, like, look, Keith Kirkwood got taken out on a stretcher. He got taken out on the with the ambulance. You know what I'm saying? Like, and you look at it, and this is a little bit, it's a little too much effort on the first practice. Right? Yeah. I mean, like, he does upwardly launch at a guy who doesn't have the ball in his hands. Like, I mean, it's clear, like, he ain't catching it. But you're also trying to finish the play if I'm that guy. You know, you know like, I, I don't think he was trying to hurt him. Is when I see that play, I don't think he was trying to hurt him. And his agent came out and said he was trying to force the ball out. Now, if he was doing it in the most sound way, I don't agree with that. But here is what's interesting to me is that instead of this coaching staff seeing this player as someone who is working hard, trying to prove their their moment, their medal, and we can teach them, this is a teaching moment to say, hey, this is not what we do, A, in practice right now. That's not what we're trying to accomplish. B, it's not sound technique even in the game, right? I don't know if cutting him – 
it is I'm not going to say appropriate. What I'm I'm going to ask, I'm going to ask answer your question with a question. Do you believe that cutting him is a sign that Matt the pressure the stress is mounting on Matt Rule or do you believe that cutting him was a true example of what he wants practice to be? And the reason I ask this is because after, like he, I won't say looked panicked after the Saturday night, the Saturday night practice, but we're in year two. The pressure is building on this coaching staff, right? Is that like we're, we're looking at this training camp and it's been, remarkably vanilla, which is great. That's what you want a training camp to be. No, like big injuries or this and that. But the reaction, the heavy hands here, is it an example of him? Is he trying to make this dude an example or is it an example of the pressure that is mounting on that rule? I mean, that's I a good honestly, take. That's a good take, ain't it? It is. And I do think it's a little bit of both. And I like what 89 J Stubbs said too. If that was DJ or C-Max, y'all would be pissed. And I kind of think about it in those terms, too. I like the fairness of it. Like, it does, right, yeah, right. It, it was it – was well, I mean, like – But what I mean cut. is that it was, it was Keith Kirkwood, and he's not really a big name. On, but on he's our, a temple guy. He's a temple guy. guy. Remember, his. But I, I, I think that maybe um, – again, it sets a precedent both ways. That one, yep. we don't yep. accept that headhunting shit. And two, we're going. You're going to get fair treatment, no matter if you're a huge superstar or if you're a, a smaller, no-name player. We're going to take care of you. And let's also be real about this. I think the moment was also compounded by the fact that he didn't get up immediately. He kind of laid there on the ground. He was taking for a little a, while. No, he's taking out on yeah, an ambulance, like the stretcher, dude. They yeah, were worried like about a, his neck and the head. You're yeah. right. One hundred, bro. Is that? Moment. When you see something, I, I continue to make this, and this is a terrible um, ex- analogy, but when uh, Greg Hardy and the uh, the Ray Rice shit popped off, is yeah. the fact that we saw the Ray Rice joint on video made it worse than the Greg Hardy thing. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, like seeing it, and so when you see the ambulance and the stretcher go out, they were like, "Nope, give me your yeah, notebook." Yeah, well, yeah, and I, I think uh, you know, especially seeing that it looked kind of blatant. And by the way, you're right. Uh, J, uh, JTE Bay via his agent did put out a statement. Uh, it says JT feels terrible about what happened and glad Keith Kirkwood is going to be okay. Was aiming for the ball, but realizes he should have protected his brothers. And right. it, it, right. again, it's like what what's done is done. I do think that there is an argument to be made that it was a bit of an overreaction. And sure, maybe it is a little bit of pressure for Matt Rule, but overall, I don't really have too much of a problem with this. Um, you know, again, we probably would think about it a little bit different um, if it was a bigger name player. And again, you know, especially sure, at, sure. hell yeah, but, we but would think of more, it differently. To, yeah, and to add one more point to it, if you look at what happened to the Colts today, uh, so not only have they lost Carson Wentz for seven weeks, but now Quentin Nelson is going to be gone for them 
uh, with the same yeah. injury. So, like, you know, it's that Cam time Newton. of year, man. Injuries they got Cam are, Newton. Injuries are happening, and you don't want your chances to get derailed by injuries Dude. before the season even starts. But so, listen, I man, don't back in the day, back in the day where they were doing two a days, people were blowing motherfuckers up all the time. Yeah, this is that hit. That hit in 1999 would have been laying off. And I'm not saying that it's right. I'm not saying it's right. I'm interested more in this. Is first, I'm very happy that Keith Kirkwood is not paralyzed and hopefully is going to have very limited physical repercussions from this. But no matter what, he's going to have some shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you get blasted like that oh, yeah. tomorrow, he's going to feel like he got hit by a freight train. Also, yeah. all football players feel like they got hit by a freight train the day after football games. But my point to this is I still think we need to circle back and remember when we look at these post-practice comments, when we look at the actions by the GM and the coach, what are there any signals that we're getting about where they're at in their career? Or the pressure, I believe, that they're feeling. And I am a Matt Rule guy. Like, I've been 100% optimism all the way. And I do think he is a sort of Zen master to a great, like, is not too high, not too low all the time, right? It's like he's never over crazy about anybody. He's never shitting on anybody entirely. But I wonder. Is he starting to feel a little pressure going into his second season, having Sam Darnold now as the quarterback? They've got to make some moves. Cody, can you bring up the Avolta banner for me real quick as we move into the next part of the show? We want you to be a part of this conversation. Number is 252-228-5098. We want to hear your thoughts on the – Release of JT eBay, uh, FA, uh, not FA Obata. Why did I say FA Obata? JT eBay, as well as uh, Keith Kirkwood's, um, I guess, role. A lot of people have been saying his name, uh, going, you know, in the he's a he's a training camp hero. And for someone who's been uh, talking about these training camps, uh, closely for nine years. I've had a lot of training camp darlings and Demir Birds. Still, my baby bird. Of Here we all go those again darlings. with Demir Bird, boy. Here we all go. right. <laughs> uh, don't forget the C3 Panthers podcast is powered by Avolta. You can own your own energy with Avolta with no money down. If you live in North or South Carolina, contact Kevin Brown, solar consultant at 704 215 Three three seven three, achieve energy independence. Get a fixed rate on your energy for life. You just throw some solar panels up on your house. Uh, they take care of it for you. You no longer pay the utility bill, not utility, your electric bill. You have achieved energy independence and an equity to your home through Avolta. The number is seven zero four two one five. Three three seven three. You got to call him and say, "Hey, I'm a Panthers fan. I heard about you on the C three Panthers podcast. He's a Panthers fan. We do this for him for free. That's right. 
So get up in there and get your get your mask, get it hooked up. Um, powered by C3. Here we go. All right, Cody. We've talked about, I guess, this thumping. They were thudding. That's what the boys said. They'd be thudding in camp today. Homie got pulled out on the stretcher. What else is going on? JC Horn. Slow first day. Here, the first day, they're like, burned, burned. Then we hear this. Pick, 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 pick. JC Horn up in the action. Three picks. Two in one day, the last I heard. Yeah, um, he's been doing incredible. He's had three picks. He had two in one day. Again, I'll I'll find the video here in a second. Shout out to 89J Stubbs uh, for the 199. He says if a decent backup quarterback gets cut, we need to grab one. Too bad um, the Colts are already after him. <laughs> the Colts should be trading for Gardner Minshew right now. Yeah, well... Uh, well, no. I mean, like, I mean all right, all right. A, so what do the Colts guy. do? Carson Wentz is done. Carson Wentz is done. I mean, like he's done. Carson Wentz is a no Cam Newton. Never was a Cam Newton. A right. No. And I don't know if he had the same injury, but he's having a foot surgery, which ultimately kind of suggests it was right. So how are you going to go and get anybody that's worth a damn right now? And I don't think the Panthers are interested in that. Is I think that if I'm the Colts, I'm panicking, 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 well, panicking. So they drafted uh, a quarterback uh, out of uh, Washington in the fourth round named Jacob Eason. And once upon a time, he was a very highly touted recruit. He played at Georgia, transferred to Washington. Um, and a lot of people think he has potential, and Colts fans think that too. But you mentioned J.C. Horn, and listen, bro, I've been on my shit that this is the defensive rookie I know. of the year. This is your boy. This is this is the defensive rookie of the year right here, man. I'm gonna stand by that, and if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. I don't care. But um, listen, and inevitably, Tony, and you know this, we're gonna do this thing this year that we're gonna look at Rashawn Slater for the Chargers. And there's already reports that he's shutting down everyone. Yeah. And he's undefeated I, I saw a tweet against Bosa. Him, yeah, he's undefeated against Bosa. And he Bosa hasn't been beat. Is, he hasn't been beat. That's what they yeah. said. And, 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 and then, uh, of course, already you start to see Justin Fields throwing yep. dimes all around the field. at Sidearm joints. And listen, I, inevitably, people are going to fall into the trap of, oh, we should have drafted the dirt, dirt, dirt. And yeah, whatever, dude. Maybe we should have, but all I know is this. J.C. Horn is a dog. And he might be the best thing to ever happen to the Panthers' defensive backfield. Now, granted, I know a lot of people want me to slow down because uh, it's only training camp and he's grabby and all this other shit. No matter what happens, the Panthers are better for having drafted the, drafted this man. The way he breaks on those routes is just second to none, man. He's so aggressive, so long and strong and powerful. And, and and another thing that's really been impressive about him is he's all about business, man. He has his nose in the book. He's doing work. He doesn't have the normal, uh, you know, defensive back kind of diva mindset that corners no. are sometimes given. He has none of that, man. He's a hard worker. 
And he is, in my opinion, already one of the most important players on our defense. Well, he needs to be. How about that? Is that whether he is or isn't, he needs to be. Like that's what we we put a lot of stock in him by not going um not I guess reaching maybe for fields or a the other one. We didn't uh Slater was who went oh, oh no, it was um Slater went right after, right? Yeah, Slater Pene went Sewell, uh went Pene Sewell, then it went Horn and then later Fields, right? Yeah, then Sertain went after us and Rashawn right. Slater so, went after like, us. We need yeah. him to be a star. We need him to be a star. For sure. And oh, yeah. uh, what you have brought up, when you say the book and this and that, he's like, he, he's coming from a pedigree of a dude who was a, arguably on the fringe of being a Hall of Famer in the NFL. Right? His dad, Joe Horn, was a, a amazing, a, like a great wide receiver in the NFL. So yeah. if you think about it, it's kind of like, um, it's not saying that people whose parents aren't educated can't be successful, but don't we believe that if you are like your parents, we, we totally believe this. Actually, we say this all the time, is that your socioeconomic status affects your future, right? Like your if your parents look, I work at a community college. So we say this, if your parents have a high school education, you're more likely to get one than if they didn't. Right. If you have a college, you know, if your parents have a college education, you're more likely. I mean, it's not really rocket science. JC Horn has been pet has, has been groomed in the most professional environments when it comes to sports. Yeah, and it looks like he's thrived. And I, I also give this—I give mad props. I've I'm a, like our buddy Bob Rose, right? Like uh, under the dome podcast as well. Like Sean and them, they uh, Jay, uh, Joe Horn comes in and raps with them, like comes in and raps with them on their podcast, like us. And so there is a—I believe that he's been tutored. In the best possible of ways, and I don't, I don't even think that's weird to say. Like, I mean, his dad was a professional fucking receiver, and he yeah, is a top-notch talent. He's in the like he is supposed to be that, and we are excited about it. But I know when you see Justin Fields slanging it, yeah, man, and then you hear about Sam Darnold throwing the ints. Well, okay, but that okay. Well, I'm I'm glad that you brought right, that let's up. Let's hear it. Let's uh, hear it. Let's hear it. And, and listen, I, I gotta give a shout out to um, I believe he's in the chat room right now to CJA. He's the sports nut. Um, listen, I depend on this guy, man. He he drops so much. He's the uh, best, bro. Yeah, like, I mean, best, like wait, the best. I just he, come he in on the show anytime you want, I mean. Yeah, for sure, man. He drops a bunch of really good news um in our discord and honestly it helps us uh you know uh keep track of stuff to talk about on the show but um uh he put this out will pull uh on twitter um darnold uh, first team period four or five passing looking much more comfortable with things going at full speed and spreading around uh, and spreading it around to four different receivers 
Um, some guys act differently and step up and the pads get strapped. And it's looking like that potentially um, uh, is the case with Sam Darnold. He would also go on to say Darnold had two balls hit the ground so far at 45 minutes into practice, and both were on hands before doing so, showcasing the talent and chemistry with his receivers now. And look, man, shout out my man Pat Colvertrain. He put out a whole video on this about, you know, we're allowed to uh, look at the you know, the players that are messing up and say that they're messing up. And, yeah, that's yep. true, man. But the, the whole point is is that it's too early in the season to panic about What are your anything. thoughts on catcalling? Yeah, I mean, right now it's just too early. And uh, you Well, know, we're not uh, panicking. We're trying to do this. No one's you're panicking. You're not panicking. Yet. You're not panicking. But I, I, I know many people online that are already just waiting to throw Sam Darnold and even some of our coaches completely under the bus for a few bad passes and uh, a few, uh, you know, bad plays. And it's just too early. In defense, that, in defense of those people, number one, yeah. and in defense of people who have been less than optimistic about uh, Sam Darnold, um, I, I have got messages from Jets fans saying Darnold practice. He's a practice warrior, right? Like he looks great in practice. Like he's, he ultimately they said this is that he did all the right things. He said all the right things, but when it came to the game, the things weren't right. Yeah. So they were like they said this is that we were excited about that too. Like, you know, like, oh, he's doing and, and here I think Matt Rule, and let's go, let's rewind this a bit to last week. And I think we talked about on this last show where Matt Rule said, Look, remember, he and if we didn't talk about it on this show, I know I talked about it on Pirate Radio on Friday. Um, he's only 23 or 20, he just turned 24. And they were asking uh, Matt Rule. Remember, they asked uh, Sam Darnold about the vaccination stuff. It, yeah. In fact, we're going to circle back to this because we're going to bring back this David Newton segment in in a little while. But David Newton was like, "Oh, did you get vaccinated?" He's like, I don't want to talk about it. And then they come back and they're talking about leadership. And he was like, "How as a leader, how do you feel about vaccinations?" Right. And so then in the next press conference, I believe it was Dave Newton was like, what do you think about his leadership and uh, vaccination and Matt Rule? And Matt Rule says this is like, I just want this motherfucker to worry about playing quarterback. We got leaders. We got yeah. Shaq Thompson. We got this and that. And he was, he said he's only 23 and he actually turned out to just turn 24. So who gives a fuck? But he's 24 years old. Right. And and the idea is to christen his career entirely or whatever, baptize his career, whatever you would sanctify, whatever the right holy term I'm looking and searching for is on that. He's such a baby right now in that. Right. So I don't know with such limited evidence how we can draw such long conclusions, but the circle and the question comes back. Ultimately, this entire season rests on Sam Darnold. Yeah, and uh, Matt Rule would even go on, shout out Lynn. Uh, she, she, he even mentioned in one of his uh, 
uh, interviews that some of those receivers were running the wrong routes when the ball hit the ground too. And that's not result, uh, absolving anyone of responsibility. Like right now, everyone is responsible. Uh, these guys are learning the playbook. They're getting on the same page. You know, all 11 guys have to do their part in order to make things run. And the, one of the things that I've been saying is that the the preseason, Tony, is so important for us. We are desperately in need of these preseason games for a few different reasons. One, we still have a bunch of different positions where we're working out, you know, what kind of depth we have, one amongst the offensive line, also at free safety, also at backup quarterback. We have so many answers on, on our on our roster that we don't have the answer to yet. And frankly, we're not going to get until we start to play some meaningful preseason games. And uh, another thing, and it just popped in my mind, I know I'm bouncing around here, but I do think I'm going to end up being right on this whole Taylor Moten thing, man. I, I continue to see reports of them putting Taylor Moten on the left-hand side playing left tackle. And he continues to reiterate that if they ask him to play left tackle, he's going to play left tackle. So, man, these these preseason games, I can't remember the last time that I was looking forward to Panthers preseasons. Just because of all the questions of things that we still have left to sort out. And I'm, I'm, I'm pumped, man. We, we need to know some of these things, especially about our offensive line. Uh, and, and the depth that we have. We haven't seen much of uh, David Moore or Deontay Brown. We're still wondering what uh, position Brady Christensen is going to play for us. There, there's a bunch, man. So, yeah, I, we definitely need to uh, need to get some of these preseason games in. Before we can start to panic or worry about anything, uh, you know, that's actually a problem with this team. All right, the number is 252-228-5098. My name is Tony Dunn. This is C3 Panthers podcast every Tuesday night, uh, chopping up the latest Panthers news and opinions. And I got to give you some bad news and good news for me, Cody. Uh, I need you to cover the show next Tuesday or this Tuesday without me. I'm going to be on vacation. I'm on vacation and my beautiful wife has been just begging me to go uh, on a trip with her and I got to do it. So 89 J stuff. Yeah. I just be talking and talking and talking and talking. You won't, you're going to miss me, homie. You're going to miss my talking. You'll have to do is uh, put up the audio for the audio listeners. But uh, yeah, man, you know, I'll hold it down. Oh yeah. I'm going to have to do it. Yeah. By the way, I just want to give a real a real quick plug. Uh, if you haven't already noticed, every Friday at 7 p.m., I'm doing the Friday free-for-all on this channel where you, just you, whoever's watching or listening to this, can come on and talk with me and everyone else about the Carolina Panthers, give your opinion on what you've been seeing, on what you're looking forward to in the games, on what players you're excited about seeing. Fridays are for the fans. So Friday free-for-all is joining us every Friday at 7 p.m., and um, yeah, we'll do it then. And yeah, you already Where's know I got you. Where's at, by the way? I don't know. I didn't hear from him. I thought he, he was going to like, it sounded like he was going to be here. 
It was sound like going old school, be man. It's just me and you tonight, bro. All right. Um, so we curly hair. We're on the way back from training camp. Don't forget this podcast. Uh, all you got to do is smash the thumbs up button, give us a share. I don't need no money, homie. I mean, like, I would love some money, but this is what I need y'all to do share the podcast with a friend. Tell a homie about it. I was at the bar tonight and I said, my man, he said he was a Panthers fan. I said, look, look, check me out. And I didn't, I didn't say check me. Well, I did say check me out, but I said, what's your Twitter handle? Yo, what is your Twitter handle? Follow him right away. Hit him with a link. Why don't y'all do that for a brother? Tell a Carolina Panthers fan that every Tuesday night, these fans be riding to camp back to camp to the game Back to the game. We rode to get to the camp today. Keith Kirk, Kirkwood left on an ambulance. They cut JT eBay. And Sam Darnold uh, continues to be the center point of what our success could be founded on. We want you to share that with your friends. The number is 252-228-5098. Cody, what else is to talk about in this camp? Right now, I think um, for me, I um, we there's been limited injury news. I dare like I hear some things like this is tremble, soft soft tissue injury, right? Nothing giant. We haven't heard <clears throat> guys blowing out ACLs, knocking on wood, MCLs. The worst news we heard today was the the Kirkwood stuff. But when it comes to the storylines coming out of this camp, for me, I feel like the offense has so much firepower, so much firepower, again, continues to uh, connect back to Sam Darnold. On the defensive side, Jeremy Chant, what, what, what are you hearing out of this camp that is interesting? So one of the things I am definitely hearing is that Terrace Marshall Jr., is well, an true, NFL believer. wide yeah. receiver. Is an NFL <clears throat> I'm, I'm eating my words, bro. I'm already eating, not eating my words, but I feel like this is I got to eat my vegetables at this point. Hey, I man, said, I didn't want to eat my vegetables. And you said, don't worry, eat your vegetables. And I'm about to eat my Terrence Marshall Jr. vegetables. Oh, I said, you're going to eat the vegetables and you're going to make sure there's not one corn kernel left on that plate, Tony Dunn, because I'm True. telling you, a lot no of stream beans. Even, a lot of people have even been saying that this man looks like a young Musin Muhammad. And so, that was uh, Darren Gant, by yeah, the way. Darren, yeah, that Darren and he Gant said, I, I, you know, I'm going to throw some shade on Darren Gant, for, Darren Gant for this because he is the kind of the snarkiest and smartest of Panther people. He's been around for longer than we have for everybody. Like he was with Gastonia Gazette or whatever it was. But he goes, this is anytime you preface it with a butt. Like he's like, I don't like to do this, but he reminds me of Musa Muhammad. So either say he reminds me of Musa Muhammad, Darren Gant, or back off of it. But it is a good comparison, bro. This guy has been shining, and he looks like a fucking. He looks like an NFL player. That's and what I would say. It's like he, things- he fills the pads out perfectly. And one of the things that Matt Rule 
uh, even made it a point to say is that you're really not aware of how big he is until you're in front of him. I mean, this guy is six foot four. He's put on weight at 210 pounds. And one of the things that I put out on Twitter uh, about a week or so ago is that Joe Brady already knows how to use Terrace Marshall to his maximum efficiency. Letting him feast on post routes down the sideline while either Robbie Anderson or DJ Moore is running the dig route underneath to draw the coverage away. Like, this is that big-bodied jump ball receiver with athleticism that we've been dying for ever since the days of Kelvin Benjamin and uh, uh, and, and salad boy Devin Funches, man. So, God, uh, man. again, uh, he has deceptive long speed. Uh, once he finally gets in stride, man, he's a burner. He can run. He ran a 4-4 at his pro day uh, on laser time. So again, man, the you know it's looking like Scott Favor nailed the draft with the players that we did draft. Well, so we'll far. see. I mean, let's let them play. It, yeah, that again, we have game. to see it happen. But, but right now, he it's looks the part. Like he looks the part. He looks the part. Sure. Definitely right. looks the um, part, and is catching pass as well. Uh, you know, he had a few drops early on, but again, I'm not too worried about that. Um, I think as he continues to get in rhythm and get comfortable in our new offense. He already has an incredible amount of trust in Joe Brady as it is. So I, I genuinely think he could have the kind of year that Justin Jefferson had last year for the Minnesota Vikings. So Wow. Put, yeah, wow, I really time. do. Well, that's a very contingent again on Sam Donald. 100%. Right? And, I, mean, yeah, and, I mean, Kirk Cousins was the quarterback for the Vikings. So it's but Kirk Cousins has had monumental more sense, more success than Sam Darnold. Everything will circle back to the Sam Darnold move, right? I mean, very simple. Like everything, our future will be contingent on the Sam Darnold acquisition because we got Sam Darnold, we picked J.C. Horn. Because we got Sam Darnold, we passed on J on uh, Justin Fields. And I'm not saying they're right or wrong moves. I don't know what these moves will be. But it will all come back to this, is that Sam Darnold at... Um, all right, what's the... And I, I'm trying to say this, is that, like, all right, so Sam Darnold could suck, right? He could be the, a bust. He could be the worst. He could be great. But it wouldn't it be kind of cruddy if he's just... Okay. If who's just okay, Sam? Yeah, because if uh, he's just okay, we might not identify him as a problem. I mean, imagine, it, it, imagine if the Panthers go nine and eight, right? Sam Darnold is mediocre at best. You know, like, what do you do? I, I don't know. Ugh. I don't really. I don't oh, see him. Terrible question. Sorry. Again, I just question. have a feeling that it's it's either going to be boom or bust. I don't see anyone on this team being average this year. I maintain that yeah. I think we're going wow. to be. I think we're either going to be. A I know. I cited team. that in an article on the website. I said my boy says this is boom or bust. Yeah, we're either going to be up. dominant or we're going to be a dumpster fire football team, and I think. Like that goes the, like what we said. That goes the way of Sam Darnold. If Sam Darnold 
maximizes his potential, then all of these things that we've been talking about are going to fall into are going to fall into place. Our defense is going to reward his ability to make plays, and they're going to try and get turnovers. And then you look at our receiving core and DJ Moore. That's another thing that we haven't talked about. Everyone is saying that DJ Moore, especially on these seven on sevens and eleven on elevens, he is unguardable. It doesn't matter. Who My, knows. I haven't it, seen it, a video, bro. I ain't seen a. I video. haven't seen video. Actually, no. I actually, I saw one. I saw one. Do you remember when he said they climbed a ladder? Like that climbed a ladder video where, um, and it was like uh, the DB was in decent coverage. But he did go up and make this big catch. I do feel like the Carolina Panthers have banked on DJ Moore being a, a success. And I, I, I don't think that that's uh, faulty, right? Is I mean, he hasn't given us any evidence. Like, he seems to be the most reasonably suited, him and Brian Burns, to explode. DJ Moore will be as good as the quarterback throwing him the football. I, this is a lofty mm. comparison, but I've been making it. And I'm a Clemson fan, dude. I compare him to DeAndre Hopkins in that DeAndre Hopkins was making plays and doing a bunch of good things even before he had Deshaun throwing him the football. But then once he did get a consistent quarterback chucking him the rock, then he became a household name. I, I think that's what DJ Moore is going to be. If Sam Darnold can be that guy that was once upon a time drafted top five in the NFL. Uh, you're going to see DJ Moore be mentioned right up there uh, with the top receivers in the NFL. He's gotten better every year. Tony, do you remember when we drafted him? It I all used to comes be so down. hard on him about his route running. Like I used to say his route well, running. He was also 19. He's only, <clears throat> excuse me, he's only like 23 now. Like That's the funny thing. It's like he's going into his fifth year option. And this mug ain't even 25 yet. Like that kind of thing. Uh, DJ is top notch. Like he is all, he's he's kind of like the good boy version of Steve Smith. Right? I mean, like is that, like he could be that explosive player that Steve Smith was without punching he's your like, teammates like in the he's face. He's like the good boy version of Steve Smith. Yeah, I mean, like he doesn't punch his teammates in the face. Like he actually takes the trash out and like helps his mom, whatever. And I'm not saying Steve Smith's a good person. I'm not saying he's not a bad person, but he's not volatile. The point being is this. Steve Smith scored touchdowns, motherfucker. DJ has only the most he's ever gotten a season. Foe. All right, hey man, shout out. You to know what I'm saying? So, Until yeah. you get the double digits, Tommy, you ain't going to be the dog. You got to well, get the double digits. Well, look at this. You want to talk about double digits? Uh, 89J Stub, shout out for the 199. Says DJ has had back to back 1,000 sure. yard season for five quarterbacks. And CJA here lists these quarterbacks for us. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater, Kyle Allen, Taylor Heineke. He's had those boys still putting up nicer numbers through his first three seasons than all those elite guys in the game. And, uh, yeah, that's why I I doubled down on that opinion, man. When DJ Moore gets him a consistent quarterback that can find him downfield, guys, we have a bunch of nightmare matchups on our football team. And DJ Moore, Robbie Anderson, Terrace Marshall – 
We still haven't even begun to see the potential of Shy Smith. The Panthers have oh some weapons. Take that statement back. We have not no, even begun to you're my You cannot say we have not and I'll be right on him to too. the potential of Sean Smith. That's the most stupid you thing Tony, you didn't believe me when I said that about Terrace Marshall. And now, fuck, and now you're like, Come oh, Terrace Marshall. It's awesome. Like, it we looks like Mohsen Mohammed. We yeah, haven't even right. seen Shai Smith, huh, man? Shai, hey, Shai Smith would do better than David Moore. Oh, my Moore. God. Get the fuck out of here. That's fine. I don't give a fuck. I guarantee you that he has I more yards oh and receptions than David Moore this year. Bet me. I bet you five dollars. Shai Smith, who gets uh, your uh, – who gets uh, – and I was about to make a sexual reference, but anyway – who are, uh, is like your Shaw Smith, my Jameer Byrne? I mean, I'm starting to feel that way. Well, I mean, I like, you, there is nobody, you have been nonsensical. Actually, I have plenty of reasons to be behind Jameer Byrne. Motherfucker had three touchdowns in a game. God and damn you know it. What's funny? Both of them went to South Carolina. Oh, they yeah. Were, and so Burn did the guy that got cut today. Yeah, yeah, true. Hey, listen, man, I, I stay consistent, dude. Uh, right, shout out to Oh, well, man, we haven't even seen right the potential is a little rich. Ri I'm just saying that's a little nah, goddamn rich. No, nah, dude. That's a whenever little whenever I evaluate a player and I tell you that I think they're going to be a meaningful NFL contributor, you better take that shit to the bank because you best believe I'm right. And by the what way, did the you think about Cameron Artis fame? What did you think about Cameron Arnest Payne? Uh, and if you talk Auburn, any shit on this motherfucker, I will shy you out of here. Bro, he was average. Oh, my God. Get he was average, bro. You're living in the past. I'm Next. living for right now. Read the All chat right. room. Take these comments down. Legit, Take these comments down because I got to uh, you need to be a part of the C3 Panthers podcast by calling into the cat calls line. That's right. You can leave a message that we will play on the show right now. Uh, the number is 252-228-5098. Cat calls powered by Avolta. Kevin Brown, solar consultant, also Carolina Panthers fan. Call him at 704-215-3373. K Brown at avolta.us you can own your own energy achieve energy independence if you live in north or south carolina and you're a homeowner get a fixed rate for life and add equity to your home tell kevin brown that uh you heard about us on the cat calls where you can call in and i know i'm hitting you with numbers homie i'm hitting you with numbers ba 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 252 228 1598. Be a part of the show. Let's see uh, what these homies got to say. You shouldn't do that to somebody. And how did that make you feel? Uh, very uncomfortable. So how do you think catcalling makes the person feel? It feels good. Like Who's that cat sitting in the back corner with his face buried in his nose? Who's that kid that can use one? With that, Tony. What do you do? It's your boy, Mike. Aka Supreme Lita. Supreme Lita. What's up? How's it going, guys? 
Chillin'. Hope you're having a beautiful Tuesday on this Tuesday of this Tuesday evening of the Tuesday of this week. Um, so, uh, training camp, blah, blah, blah. Keith Kirkwood, blah, blah, blah. Hope he's okay, but blah, blah, blah. Um, can we just acknowledge the fact that, uh, the first preseason game is this Thursday night at 8 p.m. on Fox? Oh my god, football is back. Oh my god. Yeah, let's go. There. Um, so, um, I'm totally stoked for this season. Um, what I do want to know is, uh, is there a blah, 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 blah. is there a C3 Panthers fantasy football league? You know, um, I started listening to you guys. What it's been about a good year now, almost. Just about, almost. You know, happy to find y'all. Love y'all, boys. Joining us, bro. Listen to y'all every Tuesday, and coming soon every Sunday, and now we have every Friday. Yes, sir. Thanks to uh, your boy Cody Likes. So. Is there a C3 Fantasy Football League that I can sign up for? Money or free? It doesn't matter to me. Holla at your boy. Panther Pride till I die. Whoop. My man, that is Mike, a.k.a. Supreme Leader, who has been a staple on the Friday Free For All every Friday at 7 p.m. where you can come and hang out with us. And uh, Tony, Supreme Leader, Mike was... Wondering where's that C3 fantasy football at, bro? All right. Um, I'm, I'm going to be honest with this. Is that with the, the fantasy football, it required me printing all these shirts and coming up with all this ridiculous stuff <laughs> to make it worthwhile. And so I, don't, I just didn't have, I didn't have the foresight right now. Maybe I can get it in the last moment. Well, maybe maybe we'll do it. Like we need that chin check T-shirt. I think is the way to go. But How I need a T-shirt. That's what I need. I need someone to design the T-shirt, and you can't just send me the JPEG. Like it actually has to be in the format that the T-shirt printer can do it, which is a ridiculous format. And the only part I will say this is that. <laughs> Don't ask the chat room because there has been someone in there who has been more than generous. And Lynn, Lynn Leonhart has been phenomenally generous and donating her time to that. So um, working on it. Maybe maybe we'll bring it back in 2022. Holy cow. I'm all shook coming right now. Y'all, y'all shook me. Anyway, um, but Sorry. yeah, man, I got mad Mike. distractions up in this mug. Mad distractions over here in the house. Anyway, um, so if you guys want in in the fantasy football league, or you want me to form it, we have to have forty eight teams. Like that's the rule. Like the way it works is we got to get forty eight people. Miranda, hold up, hold up. 
let's go to the next girl. I'll tell you in just a second. All right. All right. What's up, C three? I am back after one year hiatus. It's called D. Called D. What's, What's up, on? bro? And oh, first, I'd like to out. say, uh, Cody. I knew it. <laughs> called D. Talk to your shit, bro. And I don't hear it no more. Did y'all hear it? Hey, Tony, I don't hear the call no more. Tony, let me see if I can. Nope. Tony, can you hear me, bro? Wow, he has no idea I'm even talking to him. Well, yeah. He left I'm distracted, man. There's a lot of stuff going on in my house right now. Can't talk about. You got to lock the door, bro. <laughs> You're right. You're right. When you have kids, when you got. Mm. Anyway. All right. You're right. Uh, I muted the call. Here it goes. You were you were fighting. You were like, Tony, can you hear me? Hi, what's up, C3? Yeah, trying to holler at you. I am back after one year hiatus. It's called D. Called D. Talk to you. D, baby. And Welcome back. First, I'd like to say, uh, Cody. Yeah, he wants to Remember when you used to? It seemed like you was the biggest Newton fan. Uh, remember, you, I used to pick on you. Call you the um the capping, Mr. Cap. You had to cheat everything can fuck up. Well, I was wrong, Cody. I was the biggest cat, um, Newton fan. Guess where I was at for a year? I when Cam left, I left. I was with the Patriots of all Damn. teams. Yeah, so I hate the Patriots. Us. Never thought yeah, I would ever them, How you on Banda says that Cam quick. was my favorite player, so I left. When he left, I left with him. I followed his journey. I was uh, was with them, uh, all the Patriots podcast, and I must say that that is a little bit. The experience is a little bit different than um, C three. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm like wow. A lot of bit different. What, 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 what else? Like he tried to insert you know himself what? into like, the what? New England conversation and be a king um, defender. Good luck. I'm pretty sure bro. you guys knew and seen how good Cam was. And then it was just like that COVID just, once he got that COVID, he just went down here. But hey, I, I still believe in, I still believe in Cam. And I'm still PO'd at your Panthers organization. And I All right. Think- All right. Thanks, Carl, for the call. I'm going to go ahead and cut it off there. for n- Not because you abandoned us at the first term. Did we abandon Cam Newton? No, we did not. I just want Cam to have a good... Uh, I just want Cam to end on success. That's it. 
Like, I know, like, there is a, dichot- a dichotomy of fans when it comes to Cam Newton. And all it's always been there, bro. Like, from the beginning, Cam Newton hater, Cam Newton lover. Now that Cam Newton's gone, you either are pro Panther or pro Cam, right? Like, there's kind of a group of us that are rooting for Cam. I just want Cam to have a good year. I just want his career to end on a high note. Yeah, Straight and by up. the way, that, that doesn't make us or, or me or anyone who thinks that or wants that a bad Panther fan. Like, it sure. just means no, that, no, we know right what, that. that we you're know right what Cam that. Newton did for this football team. Dude, I was arguing with some idiots today, bro. Um, oh, hey, Sideshow Ron pointed out that his name actually wasn't Twan. Lynn asked me what what his name was. I apologize. I've been saying his name was Torn. Um, uh, but um, to that, like, man, I don't know, Tony. Like, I'm just like, um, you know, I, I'm kind of to the point I, where... Cam. We're thinking about Cam. Like, yeah, I know. I'm, I'm to the point where it's like, I'm tired of, like, having to defend this person. Like, I've already proved how much of a fan... I We're not defending him now. You know what is? I stopped defending him. I just like him. No, but see, this is the deal. You know, is it, that I like- am? I don't defend him. Look, look, I'm actually. I wore this out tonight. Look, I'm wearing it right now. I mean, I'm wearing the cam shirt just out of nowhere. So my thing, my thing with this, I'm is not like, defending like, him. There's, there's, I'm there's representing him. There's a portion of Panther fans that like get mad whenever you wish Cam Newton success or think that he's going to have a good year this year. And bro, that's just bullshit straight up. Like it's just, it's not, you know, you can pull for Cam Newton and think that he's going to have a good year and still be a Panther fan. Like it's not that serious. Um, and yeah, man. It's like almost I, like, um, are are you actively rooting for Dave Gettleman to be a shitty GM? Because he left the Panthers, right? Like, is that now we have to root and we embarrassingly? I was so Dave get. I was all in on Dave Gettleman. Oh man, like I thought that this is my like his his uh his uh yokel. Talk, what what are these like a Yiddish is Yiddish sayings? Just fucking wrote me in. I felt yeah. like a fish on a hook. Like they gave the good lure to it. But I'm not rooting for his failure in New York. No. You know, I mean, I'm, I'm not necessarily rooting for his success either. I just want Cam Newton. Look, we saw a special fucking player in Carolina. Right, who not only was our first superstar, come on, let's say it this our first fucking superstar. You want to tell me it was Alonzo, it was Larry Johnson. I will field those two names. Those are the only two names I will listen to when it comes to a national media sensation. Steve Smith was always the little guy that nobody gave a fuck about. We loved him. But the national media, he wasn't a superstar, right? Cam Newton was the a transcendental star in Carolina. 
And I just wanted that. Look, he did so much for us. I wanted that story. I want that story to be a positive one at the end. That's it. Yeah, and I think it will be. I I, I do think it will be, man. They definitely uh, they updated their roster this year, so we'll see what they do, man. But yeah, well, again, people like, are we're, all, we're, like we're, they're all they're all on that shit right now, man. It, it's it's funny to watch that New England Twitter. I ain't gonna lie about that because they hate some Cam. And then they'll be like, God damn, this motherfucker is dude, like. I put out a tweet today. Somebody put, uh, uh, I don't know what's all this talk about there being a quarterback controversy. Cam Newton is clearly the starter. And I retweeted, damn, them boys from Boston in shambles right I know, now. I know. And it got I a mean, bunch of likes and retweets. And it's true, man. Like, here's the thing a whole is. contingent of Panther fans. Or not Panthers, but Patriots fans that are just actively waiting for him to fail. Fuck. Uh, don't worry about this. Is don't worry about what anybody thinks. Just listen to Bill Belichick. Who is the biggest Cam Newton fan? Period. Bill Belichick. It's Bill Belichick, uh, yeah. honey. It's been since he's beat. Like when he played him, he said he's the hardest player to prepare for. Today, I saw a video uh, two days ago, and they asked Bill Belichick. They were like, what's Cam? Like, what's he like now? And he said he was the same he is in August of last year. This year, he said he's super professional and super excited all the time. Right? I mean, like, like the, the dude who wants to shit on everybody. Name me a time that Bill Belichick overflowered a player. Swear to God. I mean, name me one player and people are going to be like, oh, because he understands Cam is sensitive. Fuck that. Get out of here with that. Well, you know what's name funny? Even, 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 before, even before Cam Newton was a Patriot, he was very complimentary. Right, right. No, of, but uh, like people, when he talked about people today will be like this. Is they'll be like, oh, well, Bill Belichick knows he's a sensitive heart. So he don't want to talk shit about them. Name me one player in the past for the Patriots that Bill Belichick gave a fuck about their feelings. Yeah, not even just, Tom Brady. <laughs> I mean, no, he just spoke the straight up truth, and he has yeah. never said one negative word about Cam Newton. Moving on, I do want to yeah. shout out True One with this is Julius Peppers. He said uh, could be our the superstar. And and he's right. Look, Julius Peppers was the superstar. It just turns out it's is not in the face. You know what I'm saying? Like a like um, it's just not a high profile enough position. It's kind of like Aaron Donald for the Rams. I mean, he's the best player in football. But are you uh, putting Aaron Donald on the billboard against Tom Brady? On a just billboard not. versus Tom Brady? I mean, no, what I'm saying is this, is Aaron Donald is the best player in football, but he's not the most recognizable player. You know I mean, he's a star. Cam Newton was a, a different level than Julius Peppers, and Julius Peppers is my favorite player of all time. So anyway, yeah. 252-228-5098. Yo, guys, it's Nick from up here in Mass. Nick, hey, what's uh, up, brother? Say that. Look forward to seeing you guys on Friday. 
and I've been working a little bit and trying to get some content together. I'm going to focus on, at least on my end, some players that are on the roster that were on the roster last year as well that never saw a single snap. So I know that we've been all worried about how we have this sort of, uh, this sort of remembrance of Ron Rivera and how he would always play the veterans. And we've been worried that Matt Rule is going to try to do the same or he has been doing the same, you know, so going to put, put some context to it. But, uh, the real reason why I called was because I just wanted to offer my condolences to anyone who was close or knew 704 Charlotte Bounds. Wow. Um, never talked to the man. You know, I didn't know who he was, but I know that he's a legend and I've heard his name tossed around quite a bit over the last couple of years. So for anyone that's close with him, I, uh, I send my condolences. You know, I know it's, I know it's rough going through something like this. So everybody keep your head up. Football's right around the corner. And, uh, I know 704 would be pretty excited for football being right around the corner. So keep your head up, guys. Love the show. Keep pounding. And shout out to Nick. That's been my, uh, my co-host on the Friday free for all. He's been on every single one. Yeah, man. Dude, I'm telling you, this Panther family is real, man. When one of us hurts, we all hurt. When one of us celebrates, we all celebrate. That's how it is, man. That's that was that's a real call, do. huh, man? Yeah. That was a straight real call. Is that this? Is that when my man said he knew he was excited about football coming up? True that. Like we're fam in this. Hop in the car with us. Hang out with us. That's it. Rest in peace, man. I don't know how my man passed away, but it's terrible. Tomorrow could be your last day. For all of us. Mm, It's scary. Cherish it while you got it, man. Cherish it while you got it. And um, yeah, this year, every time, every, every time Jeremy Chen, because I know that was his favorite player, man. That was in all of his uh, avatar photos. So whenever Jeremy Chen, number 21, puts the chin check on these fools, Man, we're going to put the hands up to, to our man, 704. 704. We got to figure, and yeah, we're going to have to do something like that. Every time Jeremy Chen, like, we got to hit him with the chin check. 704. So my that, player that's of the game. 704 chin check. I don't, yeah. yeah um, it's really important to me, <clears throat> and I know I droned on and on about this earlier. But we've been doing this podcast for nine years. Nine years. And um, the like some of the people have changed that have been on it. But this podcast was birthed and uh, Joe Riolano, my boy, who's like my brother, because I'm my older brother, who has experienced like monumental health problems. But so many people have. Right. So I'm not trying to like ultimately is this is that we have continued to be a family through one common discussion. And I'm not saying like is that like we argue all the time. Fuck that. I will I would tell Cody all the time he's fucking ridiculous or whatever. But we have a common interest that has brought us together. So God bless uh, 704, rest in peace. And as well, 
uh, to his family. I hope, um, I don't know what to say to someone in that is I hope you find some peace in this moment. 252-228-5098. going on, C3 Nation? It's your boy, Jay Emerson, hitting y'all up. What's up, Jay? Jay what's um, up, bro? First and foremost, man, I like to, you know, say rest in peace to uh, 704 oh, back on, 704 Charlotte Bound, man. So I'm wonderful. Dude, personally, I just see him on on y'all content and on pack whole train content and do see do seem real cool and everything this online perspective so shout out to him shout out i mean r.i.p to him um press his family you know family and friends press to them but other than that man i went to the um i went to the the practice right no saturday and monday all right. And all I like to say, man, is the energy is hella different. All I right. mean, you can tell yeah. you can tell Cam has been missing. And I know we Ooh. you know as fans don't want you to bring up Cam Newton and stuff like that. But I mean, just basically a lot of us our first time seeing them boys in practice since two thousand nineteen when Cam was there. So you know that you know, that probably won't be going away. But, you know, at the same time, man, I just – um the defense the defense looked good. They, you know, I know it's just camp. You know, the defense looked good. You know, Horn, he looks good, even though, you know, he's grabby, which is not – you know, it's not that big of a deal. But, you know, when you're a rookie, it is. You know, once you become a vet, you can get away with being grabby and stuff like that. But as a rookie, you can't be that you can't be that grabby. So um Sam Darnold is Sam Darnold. You know, I've been saying that, you know God damn. Ever since he was caught. That's not what Sam we want to hear. Not that dude. Um Camp didn't prove know that, that yet. You know, that he's not that dude. I mean it just it just you know, it just continue it just continue ever since his um Southern Cal days. You know, his Southern Cal days. I didn't see it. And I still don't see it. I still don't see it to be there. But this is camp, so you know, once the season starts, we'll see. You know. Uh, you know, the running game, hopefully the running game can save them. And they mo- most likely they're gonna have to rely on the running game a lot, even though they got weapons outside. I just don't trust Sam Darnold, you know, slinging the football like that. He's gonna have most likely gonna have to be a game manager. I don't see the him being. I don't guy. like to hear that, bro. Um, other than that, man, y'all have a good win. Y'all have a good um, have a good day, man. You know, same time, you know, God bless um the family of seven oh four Charlotte Brown, man. Amen. Right, Rest in peace. The number is two five two 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 eight fifty ninety eight. Smash the thumbs up button. Give the show a share. That's it. I mean, if you're watching on Facebook, YouTube, or listening to iTunes, tune in Stitcher wherever. <laughs> You get your podcast. The best thing you can do is tell one friend about the podcast, one friend about the show. Uh, 704, rest in peace. When we come back to the Carolina Panthers, he says this is that he was a little interested in the, the lack of energy, the lack of energy that comes back to this practice. I'm not I'm not freaked out about this. Again, I think 
All of this rests on Sam Darnold. But look, is Christian McCaffrey is a star, bro. And we got some star-ass wide receivers. If this passing game is not dynamic, it don't matter what Christian McCaffrey does. Right? His yeah. 2,000-year was when Cam was hurt. But, Tony, you get, you, get now, you get now why I'm saying that it's like boomer bust. Because, dude, if you can't make something out of all of that talent and be able to get the ball downfield, and if you can't make nothing work with that, then it means either right, the offensive right. line is god awful yeah, or yeah. Sam Darnold just isn't getting the job done. In which case, if he's not able to deliver with that kind of talent, then we're dead on arrival, man. The problem is this nobody wants to have a flimsy, whole hum on the border, on the fence opinion. Everybody wants to have a strong opinion. Everybody wants to say, oh, either Sam Darnold. Is it going to be an MVP caliber talent that we didn't Nobody's see coming? That. Or Nobody's is it going to be a bust? That. No, there's nobody in the, the world that being, said People want to be, be mad about this or they want to be super excited. People want to shit all over Sam Darnold before they've even had a chance to see what he can do on the football field. No, 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 I'll, no, say no, no. Him, I'll say to him what I say to everybody else right now, it is too, it is entirely too early to make that assessment. All of the things that we said sure, that were sure, going to benefit yeah. Sam, no, Arnold, he's either we have not, he has not had an opportunity to be in that scenario yet and actually take advantage of this what happens and the playbook. All right, actually, I'm going to take the middle of the road here. So you say it's a boomer bust, right? Is that people are either going to say Sam Darnold is a shit or the could be great. What happens if Sam Donald goes nine and seven or nine and eight because we're on 17 games? Like, what happens if he is pretty good? You know, throws say, say he throws more touchdowns and picks, obviously, he throws 3,000 yards, right? He plays a season that is similar to Teddy Bridgewater. But the Panthers have a decent record. So your boomer bus shit goes out the window. What do you do? And I'm not saying what do you do is like, do you replace Sam Donald or not? But again, I believe it all circles back to Sam Donald. Right? Like, I mean, he's either the answer or he's not. Yeah, but that scenario that you just said, like, yeah, that's not that's not gonna. If make he's it. nine that's and not, eight, that's not if he's nine and him. eight and he's kind of okay, but not good, then if I want to move on. If he has, the, right. I want to move on straight I like up. It. I don't want no average bullshit. Word Tony, Word I said up. this. I said this during like the draft. It. I don't want this Stick middle. I don't want this middle round draft picks. I either want the best of the best, I or I want it to be. Dog shit. You so are. You are consistent, homie. Yes, you are consistent. I would rather be bad as fuck than be a middle of the pack, average, ho hum bullshit football team. I'm not about it. it well, it, it, welcome Sam, to Carolina, homie. And by welcome the way, Sam will, have, Sam will have technically even less excuses than Teddy Bridgewater. Because I would say that oh, our receiving oh, core no, this no, year, he's got more. Excuses. I would say that our receiving core this year 
is better than it was last year. So uh, if, if, if really? Sam Darnold, DJ Moore, no, no, if no, Sam Darnold no. is only able to reproduce uh, a season that is somewhat similar to Teddy Bridgewater, then nah, dude, I'm not about it. If his season is all right, how about this? And tough question for you. If his season is the exact statistically as Teddy Bridgewater, like the exact, like the same exact wins, the same exact touchdowns or whatever, you really gonna give you're gonna shit on Sam more than Teddy? That's not what I so one shout out. Uh, Are you gonna Bobby. say this is Teddy was had a major injury or whatever? Man, fuck Teddy. Teddy was I I am not backing down from this, folks. Yeah, but Teddy Bridgewater is a fool's gold. Most fools go like it's like you you picked up this like gold block and you're like a pan in Alaska and you uh, pick it up and it's fake as fuck. That was Teddy Bridgewater, huh, man? And don't give me this shit where he's like. I'm gonna go into the jungle and come out with a vest. Uh, yeah, so and I don't even like him. That's the problem. I don't like him as a, like I don't want to hang out with him. That's my, my thing about Teddy Bridgewater. My, my point not only he sucks, I don't even want to hang out well, with him. This is why I think I'm being fair because I agree with you. I think Sam Darnold is and is going to be a much better quarterback than Teddy Bridgewater. I stay consistent that I do think this receiving core is better than it was last year. And I'll stand by that. And I'm also thinking that this offensive line, even though it's kind of shaky right now, this offensive line has the potential to be even a little bit better than it was last year. And we have Christian McCaffrey coming back. So what that means is, is if Sam Darnold puts up an identical season to what uh, Teddy Bridgewater did, then I'm not even trying to kick the can on a deer two and run this back with Sam Darnold. Right. It's right. time to right. fix the I quarterback position. I, I got you. I got you. All right, Shout out um, to the man that was here, though. Uh, he says, on behalf of 704 Charlotte Balance, C3 Panther family, his family, prayers and keep pounding to his family, man. Yeah, again, everybody's mourning. The loss of our good brother, our good friend, 704 Charlotte Bound. Tonight we dedicate to his memory. Um, yeah, man. Sad night, but again, it's like death. Again, not to get uh, you know too deep in the weeds here, but I, I, I don't think, uh, I think that death is a human concept. I don't believe in death on a spiritual level. I believe that all of our loved ones persist us. And that we'll see him again in some way, shape, or form. Mm. Um, I believe that. Like this in memory, I think a lot of I'm a historian by trade, but in memory, uh, we exist, right? And so yeah. we're trying. And the the idea is to memorialize someone, right? Like you right. put up a memorial for someone. And uh, the way to preserve preserve or remember someone's life is through memory. That's it. It's like, look, yeah. is let uh, let's acknowledge that people are going through tough times. And tomorrow could be like tomorrow. This podcast could be over. It could be great. It could be this and that. Is that is is precious? And again. 
we're trying to create a community where we all come together and talk about the same thing. And it's been wonderful. We've made fantastic friendships. Um, And let's hear about a little bit. I want to say a little bit more of those friendships because this next call could be like, you're the asshole. But the number is 252-228-5098. Hey, guys. This is Steve from Royal Beach giving you guys a call. Hope you're all doing well. Um, I was thinking about that drop that uh, J.D. Moore dropped and D.J. Moore dropped and everybody's tagging over and everything. And Cody says it could be whose fault was and everything. I think that's more of a thinking, hey, I have no no stuff on to protect myself. And do I really want to fall on my head or my back or my side and bust a rib or a shoulder or something? So I feel let me let that next ball go by having a meaningless training camp game. That's my opinion. Oh, and Cody, um, you were talking about the Beastie Boys. Uh, they're like a <laughs> boy band on steroids. Get them. Uh, they were okay. They had two months of hits, though. And they oh, it's on my side. Of the uh, nope. of rap rock. So they were kind of more historical than a quality band. But the, yes, thank uh, you. Are pretty hip. Uh, you guys you. all have a great day. Um, I'm excited about the uh, Panthers defense and Marshall and the uh, Next call. Thanks. Next. Next call. Thanks, you man. Finally, hey, some of us have music for sense, bro. I'm gonna go back. Hey guys. Hey guys, this is Tyler from Spruce Uh It's been a while since I've called, but uh, I just wanted to talk about something that I don't hear talked about enough, and. I saw a breakdown of cap space the other day, and I think that we're number one uh, with 24 million left in cap space. New Orleans is number two with like 11 million, um, and then you've got Tampa uh, and Atlanta at three and four. I'm not sure what they have, but it's not that much. Um, at the beginning of the off season, the Saints were in cap hell. I think they were like forty million over the cap, or, or maybe more. Um, we've been in cap hell, it seems like forever, and that partly is probably to, to do with Marty Herney. Um, hopefully, that cap hell. Twelve years later. I think Twelve years. Been a lot better with later. managing the cap and contracts, and, uh, like with Moten's latest contract and, and all that stuff. But at the same time. How in the hell are the Saints $11 million over the cap? The salary cap's imaginary. Cap? I don't it understand exist. it. And I, I think this this cap situation, um, it just feels like it applies differently to different teams. And, and maybe that's uh, just me being biased. But at the same it time, is. like I want to see a breakdown of how they got out of this cap hell. I realize that Drew Brees retired, and that probably cleared up quite a bit of space for them. Um but at the same time, not that much space. Like, I want to see a breakdown of that everything they did bro. to get under the cap from being $40 million over to under the cap. Because there's been years in the past where I know that they've been over the cap and they've signed big-name players to long-term deals. And it seems like when we're in that situation, uh, we can't even sign a free agent for the veteran minimum. You know, it, it just don't make uh, – much sense to me at all so um yeah i just wanted to bring that up thank you thank you very much for that call and you're right 
is that the, the Saints have been doing voodoo magic on the fucking salary cap for years. It doesn't but exist. But I will say this, is that I almost believe that it's a kind of a referendum on what the Carolina Panthers have done, is that we have not been able to manipulate the cap as well as these other teams have. And ultimately, it comes down to restructures, folks. So what happens is this, is that you have a salary cap number. It's like 187. First of all, when we started this podcast, bro, the salary cap was at $112 million. Think about that. $187 million now. It has gone up. Six, what is that? $70 million since then. It went up $3 million a click in the first couple of years that we did this podcast. But what these teams are doing is they're restructuring people's deals and they're shifting some of that money and they're spreading it out. So they're kind of fucking themselves on the back end. But the Carolina, the caller is 100, 100% right. How is the Carolina Panthers... We were in Capel in 2012, 2013, 2014, 2015. When the fuck are we getting our money? When do we get our money to get some players? Cody, what is going on? Why? Where have we gone wrong? And I don't think we've overpaid. Are we ready for a bonanza? We might be close because a lot of the sites have said next year, the Panthers are poised with some money. We need, and I think we have one now, a gangsta-ass GM who knows how to work around all these different loopholes that all these other teams have clearly been knowing about for years. I'm thinking about New Orleans. I'm thinking about Philadelphia. There's always these teams that spend all this money, and they always seem to just print new money and restructure contracts, and they're able to bring in players and yeah, that hasn't been us. And traditionally, we haven't been a free agent destination either. So we haven't really had either of those things. We're at a place in our history where both of those things can change right now. And, you know, we're obviously hoping that it does. Again, I think it's imaginary, man. It's like Santa Claus. That bullshit isn't real. You just wish it away and it goes away. That's kind of what that I'm is saying. voodoo magic. It's it's voodoo magic, but it's the Easter Bunny, bro. No, but like, who has gone out there and overspent this year? I don't, don't think really the know. Saints have. I don't. I don't feel like the Saints have. In the past, the Saints have found a way to go get the shit. So we're actually we got Hassan Reddick. We did some things. I think we got to bring this question back, and I'm going to play the next call as you think about it. Was the offseason unfruitful, fruitful, or? Well, yeah. Before, hold on, before we get to the next call, uh, the last call brought up the Sam Donald play. I brought this up on my Friday free-for-all show, and I wanted to get your opinion on it, too. This is like on the first day of practice. And the question was, um, uh, is this a, should DJ Moore have grabbed this ball or should Sam Darnold have put it a little bit lower? So I'll let it play. 
Who gives a goddamn fuck? All right, let's see. Oh, he should have caught that motherfucker. I right away he should have caught that. Hit him in the hands, right? Say it again. Hit him in the head. So like that's right there. So that's a catch. I mean, catch that. I'm not saying like I'm not gonna shit on DJ for not making the catch, but damn it, don't shit on Sam. I again, it's not the argumentative answer that everybody wants, but I kind of think it's both. I kind of think DJ Moore needs to catch that ball, but Sam probably like if you look right there, he's having to reach up a little bit. Technically, he shouldn't have to jump. He should be able to put his hands out in front of him and grab the ball. So it was a little bit of both, man. They're finding that rhythm. They're trying to get on the same, on the same tendency. But um, now it's not that it'd be interesting to get your opinion because uh, it was uh, yeah, no, no, like my man's gonna catch that ball. And I'm not saying like, why are we gonna really criticize the quarterback that much over that? Come on. And I'm yeah, I'm not again, trying no to one, fight no over uh, DJ. Like I'm not like trying to fight DJ on that. But damn, it did lead to an interception. The number is two five two 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 eight fifty ninety eight. You're listening to the longest running Panthers podcast. Uh, let's go to the next call. Play, homie. Hey guys, it's Joey. Up, and Joey? uh. And that was an interesting uh, development out of a uh, training camp. Like when I first found out about it, I was at work and I'm actually going to admit something here. Like if I have to go to the bathroom, I'll like, you know, surf the web for like five minutes or so. And I came across a post from uh, one of the news channels in Charlotte that said, uh, that, you know, that was talking about the, uh, that hit JT eBay had on Kirkwood. And, and then we were on the way to the Thai restaurant. My mom asked, like, who is, like, who is this guy? And I was like, who, the defensive back or the receiver? And she goes, the defensive back. And I was like, I don't know. I never heard of his ass. But, for him to be cut, like, immediately after that play, it kind of makes me think there's something, like, that things just weren't clicking between eBay and, I don't know, like, some people, I don't know who, maybe Matt Rule, maybe Phil Snow, maybe, maybe things weren't going well, because for Matt Rule to feel that, like, this guy... He's got to go. Um, I, I think there there might have been something there. Like he, you know, so, something had to happen for Matt Rule not to want to teach us, dude. And I wonder if Cody knows anything about that because Cody's the one that has the ear to the street. Anyway, guys. Wow, wow. Oh, so excited for August 15th. Can't wait. I'm going to see about going to that game, too. Preseason game. It might be hot as balls. All right. Uh, next show. Wait. Hey, hold oh, on. Pause, oh, it, pause sorry, it real quick. Pause it real quick. We got a wild CK joining us. Whoa, whoa. Who is this, dude? Holy moly. Sorry, guys. 
Sorry, guys. No, you don't, don't apologize. Don't nah, apologize. Good, uh, uh, we picked you up. Uh, he was this motherfucker was thumbing on the highway. <laughs> he was thumbing on the highway. We picked him up on the way to the game. He was right. wearing the Panthers jersey. What's up, CK? Oh, you know, just hanging out, having a good time. Um, you know, sorry I missed the majority of that. I know you guys probably talked about a lot, but uh, hey, I'm here to finish it out. All yeah, right. Man. Well, we're. We're in the cat calls. Let's keep going. Have you, have you used my sound clip? Uh, Cody, I was oh. saying, I was... What's that? Have you used the sound clip? No, no, no. We uh, have not I have heard no. it. I, I know Tony hasn't heard it, but it's fucking awesome. And we're going to do some cool Is shit. Is it the one in Discord? Yeah. Yeah. There's only one, right? Yeah. All right. I got it. I got you. All right. Keep going, folks. Well, uh, two, five, two. Two two eight fifty ninety eight. Right. You was right about the Oregon quarterback. I can't think of his name right now. Justin Herbert. He had a good season. Surprisingly, I didn't see none of this skill set at Oregon. His whole career at Oregon, I did not see it at all, Cody. However, I still say he will. I'm still not going to predict him to be the quarterback that everybody. Mysteriously, or now, Freeze is saying he wants to be. Um, I still see him as an average quarterback, NFL quarterback over his career. Then. I have wow. But anyway, wow. Um, good to see the see you got the fam back. Um, hopefully, it's going to be a good year. Um, we'll just see what happens. Okay. All right. Keep pounding. Keep pounding. Hey, man, I, I stand by my evaluations, man. I'm really trying to, you know, really put these professional scouting evaluations out when I look at these players. And I said Justin Herbert was a product of, of that system failing him. And you put him in an NFL system and you see what happened, man. Just like I'm telling you with Shy Smith, Tony. Shy Smith's about to ball out this year and I'm going to be right again, bro. Did you guys talk about his uh, that play, that uh, highlight that he has from tra- training camp? Uh, it was shy. No, Herbert. Oh, the that missile launcher he shot to the back of the yard zone? bomb, bro. Yeah, I've got it on my man. It's different. If you compare Justin Herbert to Shia Smith, you're just being a no. Dick. No one's comparing them. I'm just saying. You I just know my did. Shit. You just did. No, no. I didn't compare them. I said I know my shit. When I say something about a player, I'm I'm right about them. CK, I don't know how to use um, Discord well enough. I think you should should send it to me in a message or something. I know you did already. Um, You should be able to. If you pull up Discord, you should be able to. are, Are you in Discord now? I am. If you look at the the MP3, there's the down, download on the right side. Yeah, I'd love to find the MP3. I can't find it. I'll send it to you in a message. Oh, well. All right. By the way, oh. this was that uh, bomb that Justin Herbert threw, rolling on us right on the run. That was about seventy yards to the. I back saw it earlier on my phone. Oh, Dude, yeah, he's I a know. fucking freak, man. See, this Panther is the fans, problem. Panther fans would have been so upset if we drafted Justin Herbert, dude. Oh, no, we may not have. We would have gone nutso and good. 
No, 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 no. Because no. we didn't have, remember, remember. What would we have done instead? Drafted, Who did we draft instead? We drafted, uh, last year it was Derek Brown. Derek Brown. 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 Oh, we missed him. We missed him by Derek Brown. We still had Cam at that point. No, 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 no. That was the first year without Cam. He had already no. been off the team. No, they no, didn't cut him until after the draft. Yeah, it wasn't until after the draft. Are you sure about that? Yeah. He doesn't feel comfortable about it. Because him. we only had Teddy Bridgewater for one year, and that was last year, and that was Derek Brown's first year as well. Dude, I seem to remember thinking that we should draft well, remember differently. Back. Think about it as we go on to the next call. The number is 252-228-5098. Yeah, we cut them before. No, no. Well, maybe. Yeah, yeah, I'm, we thinking about the Super Bowl. I'm thinking about we the gotta Super Bowl. keep making these calls. Dude, We're on the good I was page. In the, I was in the hospital. We can, be done. we can be done by 11, 10 first. Come on. Uh, who gives a damn? Play the call. I care. Calling in for the first time, wanted to say that my man's calling in from the yeah, first time. We're gonna fill the full call. Sorry, I got cut off. Nope. Hey guys. Hey C three. This is it's Panther Blue. My name is Rick. Calling in for the first time. Wanted to say that What's up, the issue with the one player being being cut. I think the rule was sending us. Mm. My man's first call went bust. He was yeah, about to get all right. Here's next. Here he is. He's coming back. Hi, this is Rick, aka It's Panther Blue. I'm calling to discuss the player that was was cut. I think he was cut because Rule wanted this as an example because this was the third or fourth time during this camp that they had two two rough contact during practice and they stopped practice a couple of times and finally this time I think Paul was like enough's enough I did what he had to do your thoughts I'd love to hear them thanks keep pounding alright so I, I do think this is important um, today a uh, player was cut immediately after the hit and we, we talked about it uh, not, uh, very much in the beginning of the show but Keith Kirkwood was carted out on the stretcher. Ambulance came out. Um, they were worried about, you know, neck mobility, which you right. should. Like when you get hit in the in the head, like they have to treat injuries. Like when someone's night night, yeah, they have to believe that it's the worst. Because if you don't believe it's the worst and you treat it poorly, you can make it worse. Um. The question I continue to circle back to is this, is that we hear that Matt Rule is a teaching coach, right? As a guy who has um, been able to work with people who at times are on the fringe, you know, is that guys that are, are not perfect. They, this dude got his walking papers before he even got into the locker room. I mean, do you... The question the question I remain is this is does this demonstrate that Matt Rule is under stress? I think distress, or is he trying to send a message? You, you've talked enough about it, I'm sure. But my two cents is if he was a good player, he wouldn't have gotten cut. 
Right. 100%. Yeah. Like, we don't know what this past week has been. If it was been. Jeremy Chen, he's like, they're uh, giving right. him a medal. Right, right. I mean, it's here's the thing is, is we don't know what this past week had. We don't know what his practice was were like. We haven't heard his name all camp, right? Uh, so, and to be fair, if he was going up against Keith Kirkwood, he wasn't running with the ones. So he was, he was, what was the chances he was about to make the team? He was an undrafted rookie, uh, and he was coming in, uh, it, honestly, to provide maybe some depth if he's able to make the team, if he was able Is to make the team. Is that the coaching staff big dick in it, though, a little bit? Then, like, if you're, if you're picking on the fringe guy, like, and you're trying to make an example out of this, I won't say a poor guy making the team, but, like, someone you didn't think was going to make the team anyway. Are they big? Are they BD in this dude? Maybe he wasn't. A, maybe he was toxic in the locker room. I mean, you got to think there's there's a lot of different things that can go into this that we don't know the behind the scenes of. You know, I think I think right now it's 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 fair to say that they made a decision and I don't think it was emotional. I think it was very. I mean, let's be honest. This wasn't just rulemaking this choice. This is something that Fitterer has to be on in on as well. And if he believed that this was the case, then we have to assume that he had he they probably have had conversations about who was going to be good and who wasn't and maybe this guy wasn't showing what he needed to and they wanted to get somebody in who might be able to take that roster spot and actually make something of it i mean this mm. was just the, this was the straw that broke the camel's back and not to you know no pun intended i like uh, that they treated him fairly we would be freaking the fuck out if he had done that to dj moore or right. terrace marshall or, or christian mccaffrey so it's like the fact that it was a no-name guy on both ends, you know, they, they kept it, you know, even Steven. And again, maybe it was a little too heavy-handed, but I can't freak out about this too. It's a second-year Matt Rule trying to implement a culture and set a precedent right. of how to practice safely. So again, maybe, maybe it was a little heavy-handed, but I, I can't freak out about it. Um, right, it's Go ahead. Uh, actually, I think that might have been the last one. Hold on. Let me see. Until, oh, nope. One more. Hi, what's up, guys? Nope. No, it came in two. That so didn't no work. One more. Hi, what's up, guys? It's called D. One more time. I just found that Cody, free for all Friday. I could come on this. I could come on me and you one on one. Cody, I've been waiting for this for almost two years. Finally, oh, a one-on-one with you. Let's yes. go. Thank you, Cody, for having that free-for-all Friday. And I will see you soon, sir. You know what? Carl D got kicked out of all the damn New England free-for-alls. <laughs> yo, yo, hey, Carl D. Call D, come talk to your shit, bro. That's what the Friday free-for-all is all about. Anybody who wants to join, hang out Friday at 7 p.m. Yeah, man, that's what that's what we're doing. And um, CK, I need you to send me that. Uh, fu- God damn it. I right, don't so know how to use have, Discord. It's too right. fancy, man. You have your Discord pulled up, right? Find- yeah, I got all it right. pulled up. Do you see up at the top left? I'm about to hit my share screen, yo. Do you see up the top you left where it says home? Like if you see that little Discord symbol yep, on the top left, yep, uh, click that, got it. and then got you should it. see a message uh, for you. Word up, home. 
Who would have thought that made any any sense? <laughs> Who would have thought and that the word home on uh no nah, uh Discord is fancy for you kids. All right. So um what have we talked about tonight? We've talked about the hit um, to Kirkwood. We talked about the release. Well, you know, what we did not talk about is the fucking protection of Shaq Thompson. God damn, they treat Shaq Thompson with kid gloves on this team. Anyway, um, AJ Bouye and Shaq Thompson have been out of practice. Yeah, you know, you know, no big deal or whatever. They tell us. Um, are there any other storylines that have emerged from this training camp before we get to this new segment, folks? And you want to stick around it. If you are a David Newton hater, you'll love it. If you're a Dade, David Newton supporter, you'll love it. <laughs> David Newton has supporters? Me? Bro, this dude is my spirit animal. Of course you are. I love this guy. Like, I don't dislike David Newton at this point. I dislike him. He's my guy, dude. Honestly, nobody said anything quickly. Come on, give me a story. Anything. Anything we need to talk about before we move on to the David Newton discussion. I mean... The, I mean, do we want to talk about that's the, it? Uh, the hold on, there was something that I felt like I was watching today that was important. I mean, do we have you guys already talked about the overreaction to Sam Darnold's bad day? And, and yeah, so totally. yeah, right. we talk, everybody wants to have strong opinions. Right. Really, it really is time, early. it is time for the new segment. Uh, you need to hold on, folks, because we will be doing the Ice Up Sun segment in a moment. The longest running segment on the C3 Panthers podcast where we tell someone to ice up, toughen up, to get it together in an homage to Steve Smith. But now, our homage comes to, I don't even, I don't even know how to say it. Is it an homage? Is it a tracker? Is it a... Laugher? I don't know. David Newton, folks, is a treasure to the Carolina Panthers. And right now, the debacle tracker starts. David Newton debacle. It's a David Newton debacle. That's right. It's a David Newton debacle, folks. Every week is a David Newton debacle. I mean, does anyone want to put out their favorite David Newton debacle before we unleash the David Newton debacle uh, segment? Because it's coming. It's a weekly tracker now. For now on, we we are tracking the David Newton debacle. We're the the team, bro. I mean, like, as it go back to what? Come back. I mean, like we can go years back. I mean, I, I my favorite is when Cody said this is that he took a picture of this white dude and won't Christian McCaffrey. He said it was Christian McCaffrey. Like I died, I died. He said Cody. Cody sent me this message. He said, 
Goddamn David Newton. He picked one white boy. Yeah, the first up. white boy that he saw with big mm. shoulders and triceps and calves and quads was like, oh yeah, that's Christian McCaffrey. By the way, when uh when uh CK came into the chat room, somebody put, hey, CMC's in here. <laughs> as like a little as a shout out to Dave Newton. Um but yeah, dude, like I I I just I'm is not there ready, a week man. that goes by where he doesn't fuck something up? And we have asked, I swear to God, if he ever comes on this show, we'll straight up ask him, is it intentional? Oh, yeah. Is it, or is it a, a spoof? Oh, I'm not sure. If know. we actually get him, I'm going to ask him all the questions that Panther fans will You ain't going to ask him shit. You're going to be like, oh, oh, fucking shit. He'll be right on here. I'll be like, hey, David. Why do you always misspell every name of every player? That's, that's low hanging fruit. Everybody misspells something. It's when it's ridiculous. No, though. it's all the time. Like when you put the, the picture way, he gets up. paid to do it. He gets paid to do it. Why well, is that I get paid. No, actually, I don't get paid to do this. All right, here is. Um, all right, so what is your favorite David Newton debacle? Mine? Yeah. Oh, but easily when he was caught liking porn. On his official Twitter account, <laughs> like, like, like hardcore porn, and not just one video, but like multiple different. You're videos. lying now. Are you actually going to tell me that you don't fucking remember this, Tony? No, nah, I, I remember I'm he did it, but multiple, but multiple. There was more than one. There was more than one video of him liking hardcore it's wonderful. porn videos. It's wonderful. Again, spirit animal. Spirit <laughs> animal. No, I'm attracted like, to this dude. People are wanting to give him too much credit. Now, oh, he's, <laughs> he's in on it. Oh, she knows. Oh, he's This motherfucker so, is a nah, genius. Nah, bro, he's I mean. just a grade A dumbass. And it He's gets paid to do a job that any of us could be doing, man. Every year, ESPN fires like half of their reporting staff, and that they keep Dave Newton all the time. I think he's got. What? I think he's what got. Sense uh, does that make? I think he's got some sort of uh, some d- dirt on the uh, executives over there. Uh, he must. No, he must. he's got the clicks, homie. He's got the clicks. Like I'm telling you, we are feeding into it. Did you? We are doing a. David Newton debacle segment on Did this you... show right now because he is so unreally awesome. Like every question he asks, he asks the most ridiculous and awesome questions. And he manages time. to piss off right. everyone. All right. So, uh, CK, do you have a favorite David Newton discussion before I play it? No, go ahead and do it. It's the David Newton debacle segment where we talk about where David Newton every week fucks up everything and gets more clicks than anybody. Come on the show. I'm telling you, open invite, homie. Anytime you want to come on. First question, is it straight or is it a troll? This week he asked, "Hold on, hold on. I was not. I was kind of ready. Yeah, I, I had all the, the video. And, I got the video. You want me to play? You it? got it ready? I got it. It's at seven it minutes. Everything, bro. You got it at seven minutes. Tony, I'm the shit. Do you not oh know? Oh my god, my man, <laughs> my man, my man. Called, uh, 
You can barely hear David. It's first I've heard of it, and I have really no comment on that. <laughs> All right, pause that for a second. Pause it for go back. Pause it for a second. So the question my man asked. Matt Rule after training camp is like all these people are playing out practice. We're all this. David Newton's question is what do you think about uh, Jeremy Chin's nickname as Baby LeBron? And Matt Rule in this stupid ass hat, this stupid ass beard. Go ahead. It's first I've heard of it, and I have really no comment on that. <laughs> I don't know anything. About I mean, LeBron's a pretty uh, big compliment. So, I mean, when you're yeah. is that pretty high cotton for that? Yeah, I have no comment on that. I don't. I don't it's give like, a yeah, fuck dude, about this. Still no idea. Idea. What? Like, he tried to follow up, about, bro. He tried to follow up. I mean, he tried to follow up on it. Fuck you. Yeah, He's been bro. reaching for that. Like the funny thing is, I don't know if you watched every uh, every interview from that day. He not only asked him. He asked J.C. Horn about it, and he asked uh, everybody, Chin. everybody, Dante Jackson, everybody. He and was, by the way, you know, his he's a fucking a troll, dude. He's question. wonderful, man. I like you, him. He's he my dude. Yeah. You know that he thought that was a fire yep. question, too. You're like, oh, right. dude, this is, dude, I'm gonna ask them what they think about them calling him <laughs> Baby LeBron. <laughs> Yeah, I'm real fucking. And Matt, uh, and Matt Rule said, I just call him Jenny, motherfucker. He said, first of all, Matt Rule said, no comment. Hey, straight up, no comment. Like, like that's the most um, kind of like unbiased answer you can give anybody. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, he was right. like this. It's like he didn't want to delve into, like, I don't like people's nicknames, this or that. He just said first, his first answer was no fucking comment. And then next was, I just call him Chinny. Wonderful. I don't know if I like Matt Rule more for this, but um, I, I totally, I, I like David Newton more now. Done. No, you, no Done. I just wanted to give him too much credit. He's not smart enough. He's to a pull genius, this off bro. As a troll, he's genius. No, he's um. Huh? <laughs> he's a genius, man. He's like Trump, dude. Just threads the needle. A part of my threads soul the dies goddamn. Whenever needle. I hear him ask another dumbass, dude, every time question. I get ready, like they like, all right, David, you're. I'm like, oh god, please, please let there be another person named David. <laughs> like, and then I hear his voice, and I'm like. I, I didn't I didn't used to dislike David Newton. Like I didn't I didn't like him. I didn't read it. I love him, man. Like I, he it grows in my heart more and more. And you saw he was slandering Cam Newton recently too. Oh, he's a man. No, all that shit is just is he's like the best tabloid jour- journalist in the world. Like I would hire him straight up. Like David Newton getting you clicks on me. He David getting Newton, you clicks. David Newton has no journalistic integrity. That's what I'll say. Don't <laughs> give up, man. My man's getting clicks. All right. Um, all right. So uh, we've done anything else you want to talk about. We, I need to get out of here. It's 11 11. It's you my know birthday. That you no, you're right. Um, we still got to do the ice up picks, but are there any other 
camp talk things you need to talk about before we move on. Not Cody, I, 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 I'll, I'll I'm asking my, you. I'll, I'll say from my perspective, um, I'm not like... Uh, I don't feel like we're having a very good. I mean, they they might try to sell it, but I don't feel like we're having a good training camp so far. You know what? Maybe that's a good thing, though. Is like, like, how do you know if you're having a good training camp, though? Right. Like, I mean, it's supposed to suck. Like, we're all supposed to suck yeah. right now. I don't know. I mean, it's kind of difficult. It has. It's been kind of boring, and that's a good thing. No injuries. No major injuries. Two, I do think we're kind of leaning into a very heavy-handed Matt Rule world. And what I mean by that is, like, we're all coming out saying, uh, was Matt Rule happy after practice or not? Like, he is kind of turning into our guru. And he better be awesome. That's all I'm saying. Um, I think he will be. I'll say this much. Uh, I I don't know. Cam Irving, with his press conference, made me feel a little more comfortable with him as a veteran on the uh, on the team. We'll see what he, he is on the actual line. But I don't know if you guys watched this press conference, but he's a, he's, he's a pro's pro. So. I know, and he will probably be on left tackle. I hate to tell y'all that. All right, um, let's go to the longest running segment on the show. Let's get the fuck out of here. Let's do it. Um, it's the ice up segment where we tell someone to ice up to get it together. Uh, everyone's fair game. Who is ready for this shit tonight? I've got one. Oh, holy cow, you it's, weirdo. It's a legit ice up, too. Like, it's not, and it's, it's, this is honestly an ice up pick that is like, I am honestly concerned, and I really wish that they do get better. It's not even like uh, an underhanded ice up, and it's, it might be low hanging fruit, but the Indianapolis Colts, I just, all I have to say is if you're having to deal with a quarterback with foot injuries and an offensive lineman, who relies heavily on that foot and that planting of that foot. Ice up, Colts. I'm hoping that it's not as bad as it is, man. And their offensive linemen just got it, too. Like, their best one of their best ones. Yuck. All right, uh, who's next? You you want me to go? Do it. Uh, No, mine's so short and so simple, and I don't even have much to say is that there is now a new uh, strain of the coronavirus uh, called the Delta Plus variant. Yeah. Like, holy Uh-oh, fuck. Delta have, Plus? It's not even Delta. To, oh, it's it's Delta Plus. Do I, hey, dude, God. do I have to pay $10 a month for my Delta oh, Plus subscription? God. Like, what in the fuck are we... Dude, it, it's about to get so much uh, more annoying, dude. Uh, to... To whoever names this shit and to the dumb world that we live in and all the dumb things that continue to happen in it, ice up, son. That's all I got all to right. say. My ice up pick goes to this cat who, uh, and we're going to watch this video. You guys got to watch it. All right. But um, this cat was mad shouting his like lineage of money. 
Oh, I saw that. Right, like, like he's like, I got money. My my mom, I got money. My grandparents got money. But this motherfucker was flying on Frontier. So my ice up pick goes to the brother who is flying on Frontier that has money. Straight up. Why are you on the discount joint? Straight up. Why are you on the discount joint? Can you hear that? Yeah. His parents are worth two million dollars. Yeah, yeah. You what? My grandpa. Wait, no, just wait. great, bro. This bitchy ass white boy. Now he's fighting with an attendant. Bitchy ass white boy talking about how rich his grandparents are. This motherfucker straight up. Straight up, this bitch was talking shit, saying my parents are worth two million dollars and fought in attendant, and they duct taped his ass to the ta- straight duct taped him. They they wrapped duct tape around his body, and then at the end of the video, the guy comes down, and pulls it down over his nose to make sure he can bl- breathe. Uh, frontier, the entire frontier, um staff or crew has been suspended because of this incident and i say liberate them bitches yeah yeah fuck that kid and his rich ass parents why are you flying on frontier anyway motherfucker if you so rich shut the fuck up come on you bitch ass motherfucker should have gotten punched in the face too while you got duct taped I'm all behind these frontier workers. That's my ice up pick. This rich ass bitch. Did you hear? He also before that he was like groping titties and shit. Like, yeah, I don't really believe that. But I don't believe it's like groping. I probably he's like probably punching. I think he was probably punching them or something. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't think groping is the right word. I think he clearly feels entitled based on his words. Well, so, guess what? Fuck that likely. motherfucker. Duct tape that bitch up and don't fly Frontier yeah. is my <laughs> advice. All right, wow. this is the C3 Panthers podcast. The number is 252-228-5098. Every Tuesday night, we're live at 9 p.m. And CK, I need your help next week, homie. All right. I'm on vacation. Cody Lashney is going to be the host other show i need you to help him so, right. it, so it's gonna be the c2 podcast oh, okay good 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 oh, yeah, i'll yeah. bring you in some motherfucking you want me to come in i'll come in but you don't want it anyway it's already bad enough when i'm here on tuesday nights <laughs> um we're rolling uh that's it where are they gonna find your work cody i gotta get out of here i mean i really gotta get out of here. i got All shit right. to do let's do it yeah, Not so really then, shit, dude, but like my wife. Yeah. Oh, oh, whoop. Whoop. Uh, follow me on Twitter at Cody Lax, C O D Y L A C. 
brand new mock draft coming out tomorrow on drafttech.com with the first round comments for the Panthers. And every Friday at 7 p.m., tune in for the Friday free for all. And you can come in to talk shit about the Panthers and whatever else you want to talk about. Fridays for the fans. Next week, we will be talking about the next David Newton gaffe. But until then, how can they find you, Cody? Or not Cody. No, I mean, uh, I know that's your name. CK. CK. Uh, God you can damn find it. me on all the platforms. I am trying to get into this GTA RP. Um, and uh, hopefully I'm going to be. He said, I'm you. trying. What? What? Your soul's not into it yet? No, I just got to find what I want to do in it. Like, I think I'm going to be an EMS. So. <laughs> <laughs> I got to find what I want to do. Be a motherfucking football player. God damn it. Be Cam Newton. Like, they ain't got those oh. roles, dude. All right. All right. Dude. Um, Dizzle underscore Allen. Allen. Yeah. My name's Tony Dunn. It's the C3 Panthers podcast. Longest running Panthers podcast. Every Tuesday night, we chopping it up from the fan perspective, ride in the car to the game or training camp in this perspe- in this moment. And then uh, we'll catch up next week. 252-228-5098 at cat underscore chronicles. I'm ready to go to bed, homie. Right. Let's get the fuck out of here. Good late. night. Keep Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.